Okay, so we were talking about the beginning, the times for reading the Shema. So the Gomorrah says that when you start reading the Shema, it's when the Kwanim Nichnasim Trumatan. When the Kwanim go and eat their Truma. Okay? Uh, and the Gomorrah, where we ended up was over here. Amar Mar, Mar said by the blue. At the time when the Kwanim go in to eat their truma, we said that truma was a uh, is a type of tithe that farmers give uh, a tithe of their produce to Kwanim, and it's holy. So you can only eat it if you're pure. It's a very big avera actually to eat it not pure, and to eat it not as a coin is a big avera. So basically. The question is, when is the time that Kwanim can go and eat their Truma? And that means when Kwanim, when people can say Shema, because that is when that people start going to sleep. So people start going to sleep when Kwanim enter to start entering to eat their Truma. Um, and that is at Tzaita Kokavim. So the Gomorrah asked, when do Kwanim go and eat Truma? At the time of three stars, the stars at the time when the stars go out. Let the Gomorrah just teach from the time of Tzaitakokavim. Why does it have to give us some obscure uh, event that happens? That then the Kwanim go to eat their Truma. And that we already know. We, we, uh, we're going to ask when is that. And then it's going to tell us. That is when the Kwan, That is Tzaitakokavim. Just teach us Tzaitakokavim straight away. So the Gomorrah said. Milta agav It's teaching us something along the way. Meaning it could have just taught us Tzaitakokavim. But it chose rather to teach us something else. So that we would uh, learn an additional law. And what is that? Kwanim, aimat ka'achli betruma. When do Kwanim eat truma? When can they? Mishat seita kukavim. From the time of three stars. Vaha kamash malan. And what is it teaching us? De kapara lo me'akva. That kapara does not prevent one from eating truma. Let, let me explain. This is a little bit complicated. Truma, as I said, needs to be eaten um, in purity. Now, there are. how does a person become pure? So we're talking about, say, somebody becomes impure from contact with the dead or for some other reason, a coin. So the coin, he, um, he goes, he, he has to go through a certain process. Maybe it's one day, maybe it's seven days. In this case, it would be seven days to my understanding. And on the seventh day... He goes to he goes to mikveh on the end of the seventh day, and that night he's now pure, but he's still lacking kapara. He's still lacking atonement. How does one get atonement through a korban, through a sacrifice? And when do you bring that sacrifice? You bring it the next day. So what's the chiddusha that the Gemara is trying to teach us? That you might have thought. That you have to not only a coin, not only has to go to mikvah, 
but he also has to bring the sacrifice to atone for himself, and then he can eat truma. Kamashmalan, the Gomorrah, the Mishnah is teaching us that the time that a coin goes can eat truma correlates to nightfall, to, to stars out, and that is at night time, even before they brought their korban. And that is what the Kiddush of the Gomorrah is. You might have thought the Kohen needs a korban to eat truma. No. He still has to bring the truma, he still has to bring the korban the next day to get atonement, but this doesn't uh, prevent him from eating truma. And that's why the Mishnah chose to rather teach us uh, rather than uh, just because we wanted to teach us in an additional way. Kedatanya, as we learned in a brighter, this is how we know this. Uba Hashemesh, so this is talking about when a coin becomes impure and now becomes pure and can eat truma. Uba Hashemesh, the sun comes, we're going to learn here as the sun sets, Vitaher, and becomes pure. Now what becomes pure? What is coming? What is becoming pure? The coming of the sun, i.e. the sun setting, that prevents the coin from eating truma. But not his kapora, not his korban prevents him from eating truma. How do we learn? The sun sets and the day is, brings purity. That's how we've learned. The Gemara says, How do we know that this that this coming of the sun is be is the is the sun setting? And this word that mentioned in the Pasuk is the, the purification of the day, meaning the day purifies. What could it be? It could rather be Dilma. Biat Orohu, maybe it's the coming of the light. When does the light come? In the morning, sunrise, not sunset. Umay v'taher, and what is becomes pure? Tahar Gavra, the person becomes pure. How does he become pure? He has to bring a korban. Meaning, are we talking about the sun setting and the day becoming pure? Or are we talking about the sun rising and then the Kohen can purify himself through a korban. Amarabba, and that's why maybe the, the, the source that Kwanim can eat at night isn't a very good source, because you can learn it the other way. Amarabba Barav Shila. Sorry, guys. Amarabba Barav Shila. Um, he says, uh, in Cain, if so, If so, Amarabba Barav Shila, Imkain, if so, Laimakra, let the Pasuk say, Vayithar, that he made himself pure. How would, become, how would he make himself pure? Through a korban. My Vataher, what is an it purifies? How does he look? Um, and what does it mean, Vataher? Tahar Yoma, the day purifies. Kada Amri Inchi, as people say, the sun sets, and the day is, becomes pure. Meaning, it's not a language of a, a person becoming pure, it's rather of the day be, allowing for purity. 
Okay, so that's basically what we've learned. That when the sun sets, it brings purity, and that's why the Kwanim can now go and eat truma once they toiled, once they've mikvet, even though they're only going to bring the korban the next day. But Marova, now where's Marova? Marova is in Erev, in the east. Um, hold on, in the west, in the west, but Marova. Uh, Babylon was to the east of Israel. So when it says Bamarova, it means in Israel. Bamarova had the Rabbah Bar of Shila. In Marova, this opinion of Rabbah Bar Shila, this explanation, Loshmiyalahu. They didn't know it. They hadn't heard it because it's in Israel. And I think Rabbah Bar Shila probably lived in Babylon. Uvaula miboi ha. And they asked this question of Uvaha Shemesh Biat Shimshohu. Is the coming of the sun, is Bahashemesh, the Pasuk which says the sun came, is it the coming of the sun who? Umai Vataher. And what is Vataher that the Pasuk says? Tahar Yoma, that the day becomes pure, the day brings purity. Or Dilma, maybe Biat Orohu. Maybe when the sun is coming, it means the light is coming, which means sunrise. Umai Vataher. And what is Taher? Tahar Gavra, the person has to be Matahir himself. The person has to purify himself through a Korban, not through automatically the day passing. Vahada Pashatu Lami Brighter. And in Israel, they didn't learn the Pasuk like Rabbi Babashila did. Rather, they had a Brighter, they had a Tanoic source, they had tradition from the Tanaim of how to get out of this problem. Midakatani Bebraita, as it says in the Braita, Simen Ladavar. There's a sign to the matter. Tzaita Kochavim. When is this time of the Kwanim coming? When is it um, that Uba Hashemesh Vitaher? Um, it is when it's when it stars coming out. Shmami now we learn from here. Biat Shimshohu. It's the coming of the sun, the sun coming down. Umay Vitaher. And what is this word, Vataher Tar Yoma? That is the day bringing bring, uh, bring purity. So basically, just what that did was it had a question of why did the Gomorrah tell us that the time for you when you could say Shema is when the Kwanim eat Truma, when they can start to eat Truma if they were impure. And it tells us that time instead of Tzaytokhavim to tell us that the Kwanim can eat Truma even without a Korban. It then brings a pasuk to prove it, Uva Hashemesh Vataher, and it, it tries to understand how that pasuk is teaching it to us. In, in Babylon, Rabbi Barbashila explained, we learn that pasuk by saying, the coming of the sun means the sun setting, Vataher is the day bringing purity, and in Marov, in Israel, they, didn't, they had a tradition of how to learn that pasuk, that that pasuk's time was Saitokovim at nightfall, at stars out. Okay, guys, you got it. I hope you got it. I know we're moving fast. But that's the, that's the basic understanding up to now. Now, we said that it seemed there was one starting time in the Mishnah to start the nighttime Shema, and there were three options of when you have until to say the Shema. We're going to see here there were actually... There's a, like a five-way argument as to 
when exactly can you say the Shema? What's the nafkamina of when you can say the Shema? What's the practical application? It's that if you say it too early, then you need to repeat it later. And that's generally what happens to us in South Africa. Often we daven Mariv a little bit earlier before stars, before not. Um, and therefore, when we get home, we meant to say Shema again. So when is the earliest time you can say Shema at night? Amar Mar, Mar said, From the time when the Kwanim go in to eat their Truma. That was the Mishnah. That's what our Mishnah said. Urminu, there's a contradiction here. Because we've got another brighter which gives us another time. When can you start reading the Shema at night? Until from when the poor person enters to eat his bread with salt until he, he one can say Shema from the time he starts his meal until the time he gets up from his meal. Okay, that is the time frame in this brighter. Now, it's quite clear. How are they learning? They're learning when you can go to sleep. You say Shema when you go to sleep. Not while you are asleep, but when people start to go to sleep. And there are a group of people that go to sleep almost very early in the night uh, take about a half an hour later or so, and that is the time when certain people go to sleep, um, and that is the time frame where you can say the Shema because they learn is when people go to sleep, not when they are asleep, but when they go to sleep. Okay, and and according to this brighter, when is that? It's in this this window from when an ani, a poor person, goes to eat his bread, until he gets up from his table. Now, Sefer, the end of that line, Vadai Pliga Amatnitin, that for sure argues with our Mishnah. In what way? Our Mishnah said, you've got until four hours into the night to say Shema. The other opinion, Chachamim, said you've got until Chatzot. And the Rabbi Gam, Raman Gamliel said, you've got until dawn. This opinion says, you've got until, um, you, you've got until when you get up from your meal. It's a much shorter time. So there, the end of this line, this end of this brighter, for sure argues with, with our Mishnah. Because the end point is much earlier. Reisha, mi leima pligi yamat nitin. But the beginning of the Mishnah, so the beginning of this brighter, who says it argues with our Mishnah? Maybe the time where Kwanim go in to eat their truma is the same time when a poor person goes to eat his bread. You got it. Now tell me, when, when would a poor person go to eat his bread? Um, now you would think that that is earlier. Why is it earlier than Saita Kokhavim? Because... Um, Remember, Tzayda Kokhavim is already dark. And Rashi explains that when you don't have money, 
to not can't afford candles so you don't you eat just before it gets dark with so you can get a bit more of the light in and eat then so it could be according to rashi that the when the kwanim when the when the ani goes to eat his bread it's not yet proper night it's maybe a little bit earlier whereas when the kwanim go in to eat their truma that you need proper stars that could be a bit later but the Gomorrah suggests firstly that the the it could be that uh, it could be that this isn't an argument and really the ani the poor person starts to eat his meal at the same time that the kohanim got to eat their truma so the Gomorrah says lo ani v'choin chad shirhu no it's it's not an argument the ani the poor person and the kohen it's the same shiur, it's the same amount, which means there's not there's no argument at this point. Okay, guys, now I um I wanted to write all these down and then I went um out and I had to come home and take our char to her home and it was a whole story. But I wanted to write all these down, the different opinions, and I didn't get a chance to, so I need your help here. So now what we have here, guys, we've got one opinion in our Mishnah that the starting time for Shema at night time is when the Kohanim go in to eat their Truma. We've got another opinion which is nameless here yeah? that it, when a poor person goes to eat their meal. At this point in the Gomorrah, it's the same time. When is that? Tzayta Kukhavim. Poor people also go in at dark uh, to start eating their supper. That's the first two opinions, and it could be the same. It could be the same time frame. Urminu, we bring a contradiction. We're back in the Gomorrah. Urminu. Sorry, guys. Urminu. We bring a contradiction. When do we start saying the Kriyachma of Nat? Misha sheben adam nechnasim lecho pitan. Shabbatot, at the time when people go in to eat their bread on Erev Shabbos, Diva Rebbe Maya. Now, when is this? When do people go in to eat their bread on Erev Shabbos? We're talking about Friday night. Now, for us, that we have the Minag of Davin Kabbalat Shabbat and Mariv and Shalom Aleichem and Eishet Chayel, we eat quite late on a Friday night. But it used to be, before you had all these additional things, you would eat actually a little bit earlier on Friday night. Why? Because remember, Friday night the food is already ready. It's because you had to put it on from the night from the from before Shabbos. So when people went in to eat their food erev Shabbos, then it was it may have been already a bit dark, but it was a bit earlier. Than when a poor person during the week went to eat his food. Because when you go in to eat your food during the week, you arrive home, you're hungry, but you say, I still need to heat up, heat it up, I still need to sort it out, I still need to cut the vegetables. But on Shabbos, because Shabbos is Shabbos and you can't break Shabbos, the food is already before. So according to Diva Rebbe Meir, you can actually start saying Shema um, a little bit earlier than Tate. So that's one opinion. Okay, so now we've got three different formulations.
when the Kwanim can go in to eat their truma, when a poor person goes in to eat his meal, when a regular people on Erev Shabbos start their meal. And the sages say, Mishasha Kwanim Zakain Lechobatrumatan. When the Kwanim are pure, to, when they fitting rather, to eat their truma, like we saw. So what do you see from here? That Rabbi Meir and Chachamim clearly argue. Siman ledavar, a sign for the matter, teta kokavim. It's when it is? Not. When do the Kwanim, are they able to eat the truma? At nightfall. Va'afal pisha and ra'i ledavar. And even though we don't have a proof for the matter, zeche ledavar, we have a hint to the matter that you only, you would, um, you would work the whole day and have supper at night. Shneemar, as the Pasuk says, Vanachnu osim b'malacha. We did work. V'chetziam machzikim b'ramachim. And half of them were carrying spears. Me'alot ha-shachar ad tzaytakokavim. So when were these people carrying spears working in the fields? It was from dawn, alot ha-shachar, until tzaytakokavim. Which shows you that they worked the whole day. And what does it call it? Um, now we're going to see the Omer, and it says, "Vayu lanu halayla mishmar," and the night was for us to God, "Vahayom melacha," and the day was for us to work. And you see the pasuk. It says, "It says, Vanachnu osim b'melacha." When we did work, it was the daytime. When we guarded, it was the nighttime. So, and you see from here that the daytime is for work, and when does nighttime start? Tzetokokavim. My v'omer, what is v'omer that we're adding on to this pasuk to explain? V'chitayma you might have thought, miki arva shimsha lelia. When the, the sun set, not the stars come out, but a bit earlier when the sun sets, leliahu, that's when it's nighttime. V'inu demachshachi, and once it, they would work till after it got dark, ummakadmi, and they would go earlier than sunrise and work earlier from dawn. Meaning they were just very, very hard workers, like you guys. Um, um, that they worked earlier than sunrise and later than sunset. But really, sunrise starts day and sunset starts night. Tash, um, you see from here, um, Tashma, come in here. The night was for us uh, to God. The day was um, for work. And what do you see from that? You see that we, um, we, the daytime ends at sight. And that is when you would think the, the poor people would start their meal. You might have thought the Ani... So what problem do we have? We said that, remember the three options. We said you've got the Kwanim to go eat Truma, the poor people to eat their supper, and regular people to eat their supper on Friday night. We said that um, the poor person and the Kwanim are the same, and, we, and now we're going to suggest that the regular person, the, the Balabite, he's definitely different. 
because he, his time argues with, this is Rabbi Meir's time, and it argues with Chachamim, so they definitely are different. And what do you see from here? The assumption here is that the Ani and the regular person start their meal at the same time. The Ani during the week and the regular person during, the, during Shabbos. But they all start the same time. And we said that a poor person and the Kohanim start at the same time, which is a bit of a contradiction. So it says like this, um, and if so, you might have had a havamina, you might have thought that a poor person and regular people, they have one amount. But if you say that the poor person and the coin have one amount, then Chachamim agree with Rabbi Meir, and we know that they argue. You learn from here, The Kohanim have one time, and an Ani has another time. Okay, so that's a bit of a problem, because we suggested that at the same time. Law, so the Gemara says, law, no, Ani v'koen chad shi'uruhu, v'ani uvenei adam lav chad shi'uruhu. Meaning like how I explained. In the end, and we still got a bit more to go through, um, the poor, people, poor person eats later than a regular person on a Friday night. When does a poor person eat? At Tzaita Kokavim, at stars. And, uh, and that's the same time that Kwanim go in to eat their truma. Um, when it comes to regular people on an Erev Shabbos, because their food is already, people's food is already ready before uh, one Shabbos comes in, so they get to eat a little bit earlier. Remember, Shabbos comes in earlier than night than nightfall. Okay, so what we've done today, we've explained the the timing and why the Kwanim went to eat their truma uh, already at nightfall. And they didn't have to wait for the next day. And we've seen three different formulations of when Shema can be said at night. Uh, Kwanim going to eat their truma. Poor people um, uh, eating their bread. And, uh, and regular people eating their bread on Erev Shabbos. And we went through a discussion. It seems to be an argument. It seems to be a contradiction with these three, which... Which ones do are there? You know, which are def, which are the same times? And what we've come up with right now at this point is that the ani, that poor person, and koanim, they the same time. When is that? Saito kochavim, not for. But the other opinion, Rabbi Meir, he says that regular people eat earlier on a Shabbos, and that is another time which he holds. That's when you can start saying Shema, which is a little bit earlier then three stars. What we're going to do, please God, Tuesday, is we're going to see another, um, I think, three, three or four um, other formulations of when you start saying Shemite based on other things that happened at night. Okay, guys, I um, um, hope it's clear somewhat. Um, uh, and uh, please God, Shkach uh, for sanctifying Sunday. Um, uh, you know.